This is just winging it. The new normal. Let's Literally, try I, I, I have my mouth full of hot dog casserole, and I am cutting you off, <laughs> and we're off to a great start. This is just winging it. Take two. Here we are. I mean, whoa, whoa, you know, what? it's like week four of, uh, is it officially week four? I guess, five? no, this is entering week five yeah, now, we're, yeah, we're right? Week five. Week five of our new existence that we don't know how long it will last, um, which is maybe the, the hardest part at the moment. I mean, maybe it's not the hardest part, but... Um, you know, just not knowing how long this is going to be is tough, right? It feels like it's going to be 20 years from now. Yeah. And I mean, certainly it's um, it's going to be longer than like, like you know, afterwards. It's not like we're just going to go back to normal, right? It's just going to be this like thing. Yeah, totally. Um, um, so, I'm sorry. I had I to mean, pause there. A train was going by outside. And because there are, <laughs> there's no trains or cars anymore, when that happens, yeah. it's like thunderously loud so Thunderous. i was like oh my god it's gonna ruin the work so i had to mute um it's I, that's something that i'm just noticing is how quiet it is i mean i was i was just outside i know the birds Same. were cacophonous in a good way cacophonous they were yes. cacophonous i couldn't get over how loud they were well all these animals have you heard about like there's i think it's uh the pandas in in the hong kong zoo are now mating for the first time naturally oh, you know yeah. it's like all this animal stuff like they're just going to take over the world when we go back out i feel like you know we're going to get to the office and it's just going to be inhabited by bears or something just like just like roving groups of buffalo <laughs> yeah 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 but they can also like do the job so we're like what like they're like yeah, answering yeah, yeah. phone calls they're like sending emails they're actually like filling out invoices and stuff I'm like we should keep these people right. Well, these buffaloes, right? I guess. I mean, and then we can go on to do other things, I guess. I, I don't know. I don't I mean, know what's going to happen. it opens the door to a lot of possibilities, right? There's a lot of possibilities right now. Yeah. I was thinking about Happy how, Easter, by the way. Yeah, Happy Easter, literally, to, as we record we're this. We're literally is, recording this the day that we're going to release it, which is, you know, has never happened before for us, actually. Uh, no, it happened last week. <laughs> yeah, I think this is actually just sort of typical. But we're, we're trying to be better about it. But given how crazy, and yeah. we'll get to this in a minute, how crazy life has been for both of us. I know you had a hell of a week, too. Um, but yeah, but happy Easter. It's I'm glad the weather is nice outside. I'm glad things are kind of coming together um, in terms of feeling more like spring. I mean, this something yes. that I, and I think I've touched on this last week, but I can't remember because every week blends together. I can't remember what episode is what now. But um, I feel like the my weather dependency has been in starker contrast given the situation oh, that we're yes. in. Because like nor- during normal life, if it's rainy out, it's like okay, you know, I, I'm I can feel that like I'm a little bit it's sort a day. of like low energy, yeah. but it's a thing, you know, it's fine. But um, right. when you're like trapped, you know, and you can't, oh, man. I mean, it takes away the and one, with kids in particular, right? Because it makes such a difference to be able to get outside, right? And when that's gone, yeah, like uh, I did bring this up because it was in the context of having the house painted, right? So like. So it doesn't matter when no you can, nobody's listening. Everybody, everybody's gone. <laughs> when you can't like uh, when you can't get outside, you're just and you're just trapped. It really, really gets to you. And, and then this last week, we had like two or three days in a row that were dark and rainy, and I was like, oh my mm-hmm. god, it's just it's just the worst, you know. And then it gets bright out again on, on a day like today, and I just feel like everything's going to be completely fine. And you know, there's going to be buffalo doing our work at the office. Oh man, be great! It's going to be great. But. Well, and you know, we just um, we were just walking around our town or our city because they uh, they had an Easter bunny, you know, kind of driving around, and it's like this whole thing where <laughs> they can't tell you where the bunny's gonna be because then people would you know start to uh, group together. Oh my god, they would congregate. Um, they would congregate. Thank you. That was the word I was trying to say, but I couldn't. For some reason, I just kept thinking of um, not commiserate, but that maybe I don't know. <laughs> I mean, that would probably happen. Con- conglomerate right? is what I kept coming <laughs> would form to my brain. A corporation. And yes, it would be a exactly. Yes. Um, 
so anyway, yeah, they didn't want people to congregate, so they actually had, it turns out they had two different, uh, I have to be careful so the uh, kids can't hear me here, but <laughs> they had two different Easter bunnies on different like trucks or whatever, you know, caravans driving around the city. Were the um, bunnies driving or were they being driven? No, <laughs> that would be amazing. They were being driven um, with a with an escort, a police escort and a fire truck. And so I know they require you know, usually the bunnies require fire presence. I know that's that's yes, a big exactly. thing in their culture. Oh, yeah. So that makes sense. Yeah. They they do, yes, for sure. They they get really thirsty, so they actually need the water tank from the you know, that's the it's only for way hydration. You can get enough water. I mean exactly. they eat all that lettuce, they shit those little Well, The reality out. is we should probably all have that much water each day. I'm we I'm should. told that a fire tank a fire truck tank full of water each day is uh, <laughs> what the doctor recommends now. I don't know. That's the guideline, right? It's like yeah, at least yeah, yeah, one yeah. fire truck full of water and uh, at least three apples. I think that's all you really I think need. it's uh, specifically a COVID-19 thing. You know? It's a COVID-19 thing. That, that's not thing, true yeah. at all. We're not going to be on the hook CDC. for spreading misinformation on COVID-19. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, it, you know, honestly, what was so nice about it is, so, you know, we walked around to try and, like, spot it, and we did a couple times, which was great, but just seeing so many other people outside, and, you know, a lot of them were just kind of hanging out on their porch, and um, just like walking around on this beautiful day and seeing neighbors, um, it gives me hope, you know, because so, so many of our walks, actually, there haven't been many people around, um, you know, and the weather wasn't as nice. Like I'm, I'm just going out whenever I can, even if it's raining at this point. Um, but today it was just, everybody was out and, you know, obviously everybody was socially distancing, but, um, you know, people are still out there and we're doing our thing and we're trying to get through this and, you know, and we will, um, it's, it's tough obviously, but um, how many of the people you saw hopeful moment it is it yeah. is a beautiful hopeful moment how many of the people that you saw out had masks what, what would you say the proportion was um you know it's a good question because i'm wondering about this myself in terms of uh masks outdoors i would say very few i would say of the people i saw you know we probably saw i don't know 100 people or something altogether because we were walking for a while um probably only like five or so had masks on yeah Oh man! Maybe, See here, everybody everybody's most. got masks on here. It's crazy. Well, certainly, if 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 anyone's indoors, absolutely. Like if you're, you know, if you're going out grocery shopping or whatever. And I definitely do see people out walking or even jogging with it on, which must be awful to jog with one on. But anyway, um, and like I don't know, you know, I feel like when you're outside, and as long as you're not like in a you know busy city or something, it's I think it's fine to not wear a mask. But maybe I'm wrong I don't know. About that. We we just this week started wearing them outside. Um, not not yeah. like in our driveway. But when we go to like public, <laughs> <In your> yard, <laughs> yeah, like not there. But when we, when we go to like public parks, which we've been trying to do a lot, or when we yes, like we went yes. to a beach yesterday, went to Plum Island, which was a- oh, absolutely wow. wonderful. I'll talk about that in a minute. Um, we've been wearing masks at those places, and almost everybody is like almost every single person we see, which is mm. a nice sort of you know, like if nothing else, it just shows that people are taking like if if you're if you're at a point where you're going to wear a mask to a public place like that, you're probably taking other precautions, and you know, yes, it's like a mental yes, health yes. thing. Um, oh, but totally. I say, as somebody who's right been message. singing, I've been singing in a mask now for like a month. Oh, but wow. especially that must this be last bizarre. week. It's so mm-hmm. weird. In this last week, because it was Holy Week, we had services like every single day. And yeah. uh, and man, I am like so done with that at this point. It's <laughs> extremely difficult. How did it change your voice? Well, did you have you to be a lot sound more. like uh, the guy in ba- uh, Bane? <laughs> That's <laughs> what I'm imagining. A little, a little bit I sounded like that. <laughs> uh, it was, it's hard. So your consonants get cut off, right? So like, it, yeah. it, you can, you, you know, if you have like a, a cold or something, it's kind of a similar mm-hmm, effect where mm-hmm. you can't really move your mouth and get, you know, air out. But the other thing is that, uh, I, for me at least, my, my oxygen exchange was like really bad. So oh, like yeah. I'm singing a lot and then I take a deep breath, but it has to be really quick because it's in the context of singing, you know. 
And, right, and right. I, I had all this carbon monoxide coming out, you know, into the oh. mask. And then I would just kind of take a quick gulp and then like the mask would go <laughs> into my mouth for a second. So like I had a solo last night and I was like really getting lightheaded by the end of it. I was like, I gotta, I gotta like vent this thing. So what I would do is like I would sing, you know, I would get it over. And then when the priest would say something, I would kind of turn. I would just sort of like vent the nose part at least, pull it out a yeah. little bit because it, yeah. it's a surgical yeah. mask with the wire thing. Um, and that would you help. just take a gulp a of fresh bit. air. Yeah, but man, it's like. I mean, it's not very fresh, but. It's fresher than the shit going on in my mask. I'll tell you that. Oh my god! <laughs> yeah, it's it's a bizarre reality right now. Um, it is a bizarre reality. So, I mean, the thing that I had been scared—I can't remember if I even mentioned it on the show or if I was just talking to a friend about this too, or probably both. But you know, I've been like on edge about any kind of injury that the kids might get right now because, of course, the last thing you want to do is end up in e- in an ER. I know. Um, and as you know. Um, that's exactly where we ended up last week. Yeah. Um, it was, it was a few days ago, six days ago now. So, uh, that was six you know, days ago. I know. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> what is going yeah. on with time? Okay. This wow, week, okay. I know. So wait, time so wait, is so like, so... it does it. So Grace and Luke were playing hide and seek in a, in a closet. Um, and you know, we heard the fun like sounds of that. And, and then yeah. Grace was like screaming a fun scream for sure. And then I, I heard Luke screaming as well. And we thought it was also a fun scream. Um, but Bethany was, you know, going to check on them. And it turns out that in the, while they were playing, you know, Grace must have shut the closet door or maybe, I, I don't know who did or how, but um, it shut with his fingers in between, you know, the door hinge. Yeah. I mean, just visceral, any kind of injury to um, fingers and nails. Um, and so it gets worse. And I guess I shouldn't be too graphic because, you know, those few people listening might end up. Um, puking, but you know, we've it wouldn't be the first time you've puked. I mean, at on this, this point, show. if you're still listening to the show, you're okay with that, right? Like, it's true. You're, you're, you like to puke while yeah. you listen to a podcast. So, I have to say, it was I've never had a, an injury like this with my kids, and it was it was traumatic. Like, even just thinking about you know the sound of it, and then looking at these poor little fingers, you know, three of his fingers were just like awful looking. Um, so certainly, you know, purpley red. One had a cut on it, and then one we couldn't even figure out what the fuck was going on. I mean, it was bizarre. Like the nail, we just couldn't even. It didn't make sense. Like your your brain tried to comprehend what happened to the nail, and it turns out the nail sort of like popped out from under um, the nail. Like you know, your nail basically extends down, obviously beyond um, the cuticle. I guess that's what that's called. So it had popped up out of that. And so his whole nail was exposed down to like where it starts, uh-huh. if that makes any sense. Um, it, but it was just weird. And, and so, you know, we called the doctor right naturally and we were hoping, okay, maybe, you know, maybe we won't have to go in. Like maybe this is something that will heal. I don't know. But because of the nail situation, they were like, all right, you really should go to ER. Um, so I, you know, immediately um, took him to a local ER and thankfully the place was like, you know, very quiet. Um, there were no signs of, you know, people like, you know, I don't know. I expected to see like freaking people in, in the halls coughing, you know, I, like that, that's what I, that's what <laughs> I imagine when I think about any medical exactly. facility right now. And so it was not at all busy. They definitely had, you know, all the precautions. I mean, you, there was no passing of papers or signing anything or giving them your insurance card. None of that. It was very, everybody, you got a mask right when you walked in, they asked you a few questions um, and then you proceeded to each, you know, stage of the ER as you always have to do, you know, a few people who check you in very fast like they were clearly trying to move people through quick um i didn't have to really wait long at all they did x-rays pretty quick and then they had a um, pediatric er there which was amazing so that helped a lot so so how is luke during this part like like what's he doing so 
he I mean his screams initially were just awful and you know he was very much in pain and, and crying about it and like you know it was just it was devastating to see um, but then we, we gave him Tylenol pretty quickly um, and he he started to calm down and by the time we got in the car he was actually like calm you know like he got to bring a couple of toys with him because um, I didn't know how long I was gonna have to be there and he actually you know he was fine and then we got there and he was really just taking it all in, like really curious about it. And he had, you know, his little cute mask on um, that they gave him at the at the entrance. And he was mostly just taking it all in and maybe a little out of it because, you know, it was obviously a traumatic event for him. So he's probably still in a, a little shock. Um, so, you know, we just waited for a while. I sent you a picture while we were waiting. It's so um, cute. Because we were, we were talking about something anyway. Um, and... And then, you know, he saw the ER doctor and I'm waiting, of course, like as you do, you kind of just hope for that it's not going to be awful. Um, and so thankfully he didn't break anything. But then once they looked at it, they were like, oh, yeah, this nail like this. We're definitely going to have to, you know, do something about this nail. So they uh, <laughs> they explain the whole thing. And basically, you know, they explain that they're going to have to rem- as this is fascinating um, now that I've learned it. Um, they basically, if they were to leave it, the nail would die and then no nail would grow back. Like it just wouldn't really grow back. Yes. Wow. <laughs> so what, what they have to do is they have to put it back in. They have to basically surgically put it in again. And if they don't, it won't grow back. You know, in some cases, um, kids come in without a nail, you know, it's obviously is an injury that happens, you know, pretty common. Um, and if they came in without a nail, then they'd have to like sew in some kind of, um, aluminum or something a little what? piece they basically become wolverine that's, that's as i that's understand the idea. It. this is yeah. adamantium we're talking that's about it here. exactly yeah yeah, yeah. well they, they just sew in something and then i guess the nail knows to start growing because the thing is even though they sewed his nail back in or stitched it back in right um it's not going it's still going to die but because it's now in the proper location that like in the nail bed it'll actually still grow a new nail but if it weren't there it wouldn't grow i guess that's how it works oh my god so we're hoping, you know, that it grows back normally and all, but, but yeah, so, <laughs> so they're explaining it to me and then, um, they have this thing and she kept referring it to basically like a couple glasses of wine that he could have, you know, it was like a, <laughs> it's some specific drink that he can have, um, some medicine. And it was just, every time she explained it, it was like a different alcoholic beverage that she said, you know, she's like, it's like a glass of whiskey, but there's no alcohol in it. Right. Right. <laughs> Clearly and, this, um, this person has a drinking yeah. issue. Yeah. Well, I mean, you know, maybe. And I was like, can I get one of those too, please? Because um, <laughs> Luke's fine right now. You know, I'm the one sitting here, like, all stressed about this. Right. So so he has it, and she explains that he's probably going to get kind of loopy. And the and the nurse who gave it to him gave him a lollipop because apparently the drink wasn't good. And, you know, Luke referred to it as spicy. Um, and so, so Luke's just sitting there and progressively getting, like, less coherent and he he's like stoned out he's got his lollipop and he's like what's this like he was he was mesmerized <laughs> by the stick from the lollipop oh my he God. just like kept it and he was like all sticky like he didn't had no like sense for what he was holding you know <laughs> and so i'm just sitting there holding this stoned out little two and a half year old um what a day and, you he know, had oh my god can oh, you imagine I mean, that like insane the journey that he's been on where his like oh. his fingers almost got you know got mangled beyond you know, repair then he right. is in a hospital setting getting surgery done and now he's stoned on his dad's lap <laughs> trying to figure out why there's a stick in his food and then um and then during the operation you know even though he can't really well so the reason they had to get him stoned is because they put you know a needle to numb the nerves mm-hmm. first because they don't want him to obviously feel the pain from that 
and so they have to like you know put a needle in him in like right. three different spots in the finger and then um I, I had to distract him with like netflix you know i just put it on my phone he was watching a kid's cartoon and oh they're God. over here to the side like doing all this work trying to kind of hide it from him and i'm watching it you know and i'm like i don't know if i you know and there i stood up to so that i could actually like watch it because i don't know it just felt i it felt more comforting to know what was happening mm-hmm and so, but I wasn't sure. They even said, like, are you sure you want to watch this? Because some parents get kind of woozy, you know? And uh, so I did. I, I started to watch it. And, you know, they basically just, they had to remove the whole nail. And then they actually, were, she, like, cleans it up. She's like, some people call this, like, a pedicure, you know, or, or compare, <laughs> this, compare this to a manicure. Right. Um, and they turn the nail the other way. And then they put it back in. And they, and they stitch it in with, like, a little metal-ish. It's not actually metal, I guess, but it dissolves whatever it is, some kind of stitching. Um, so, I mean, it's just incredible. And, and, you know, the whole time Luke's just, like, watching a cartoon and occasionally peeking over and does he but, does he have any reaction when he peeks over i mean no? oca- occasionally he you know he was certainly curious and it, occasionally mm-hmm. it hurt him but you know his whole finger must have been pretty numb so i was just amazed by the whole thing i mean he was incredible like i you know between the the pain of it you know initially with having the shots in and then afterwards you know the, the, just that whole scene like he was fine he just he just went on with it and then afterwards, you know, his whole bandage, his whole hand is bandaged, bandaged up. It occurred to me the next day that he's basically living up to the prophecy of Luke. You know, he's doing yes. it a little earlier, but it looked like he didn't have a hand. You know, it was all just like wrapped up, <laughs> right? right. <laughs> um, which is awful. Um, thankfully, he does have a hand. <laughs> yeah, so, yeah, they were able to save that. That's good. Yeah, but just watching him now make up for it and try to like do stuff, you know, like. <laughs> Just the way he holds anything, you know, with that hand just sort of like um, clenches his arm around something right. so that he can like, you know, hold on to it's it like or whatever. Or, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> and then when he walks around, he's kind of like off balance because he's got this heavy thing on his hand still. So, of course, we were walking, you know, like the next day outside and he just fucking face planted. Oh, my God. And so kid. he scrapes up his whole nose. You know, he's just <laughs> now he really does look like a boxer. Um, <laughs> so, you know, it was it was a rough it was definitely a rough stretch. Uh, now a few days removed from it, I, I'm feeling you know better about it. But man, I mean, there were on so many levels because going into that environment amidst this, you know, the the, play, the last place you want to go right now. Um, so you know, we were really anxious about all of it. But you know, at the end of the day, it happened, and you dealt with it. And I mean, we're all okay. Now, I don't think any of us caught anything from it yet, anyway, that we know of. I guess you wouldn't um, know yet, but you know, you, you, you should true. you should be okay. Yeah. I mean, I'm still partially convinced that I already had it, so which doesn't necessarily mean you can't get it again. But um, I, I have to say that I'm much less anxious about it now. Like I, I'm, I feel better than I was feeling physically, mm-hmm. you know, in terms of my chest and fatigue, um, which makes me think maybe I had it. But of course, you know, maybe I just thought I did, and now I don't think I do, and therefore I feel better. But whatever, I'll, I'll, I'll. I'll take it. <laughs> I mean, as long as you're feeling better, like in, in, in whatever way that, whatever form that takes, it's, it's valid. Yeah, right. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah I, I've, I've been a lot less worried about, you know, personally getting it or, you know, even, even like our family getting it. Like, I, mm-hmm. I, I feel like we've just, even though this is sort of the worst, we're heading into like the worst part of the curve for our area. Um, yeah. I feel like, I, like I know we're being very careful. Like I, I know that we are right. taking any risks. Doing all the and right I know things. that we're kind of going overboard with it a little bit. And the, everybody else we know is as well. And that like you know, um, 
Yeah, I'm, I'm not as worried about like that. I, it's more just the sort of the the constant the isolation and not having any idea of when this is going to be done and and all the, the other kind of disruptive elements of it. That's kind of getting yes. to me a little bit. And then of course sometimes I get anxious again about the actual illness and I get worried about my parents and things. But but in yeah, general, yeah. yeah, it's just like especially this last week, which is is normally such a well, I mean, it was a busy time, but it was a busy time in a different way because because normally you know in the in the church calendar you know for singing. This mm-hmm. is just like there's just these huge services and there's just all this. Like, oh yeah, this is it, right? This is the busiest week of the it's year, a right? Big time, and we've still been doing all those engagements, but just like in this huge empty church with masks on, and, and it's just it's just mm. not like. Obviously, it's not the same. There's in some ways it's more powerful, I think, because it feels more sort of personal, and because we know all these people are connecting virtually and that they're kind of out there. But right, right. It's just like it's just it's just really hammering home how how different things are right now. I think. Um, yeah. Yeah. But uh, yeah, that's I'm I'm so glad that Luke is doing better. You don't have to change these bandages, right? So yeah, that's the other thing we do. We do have to change them, of course. You know, uh, you leave it on for 48 hours and then change it every 24 hours. You do. Okay. And so the, the first time we changed it, Bethany was taking it off, and of course, you know, his finger is starting to bleed again. So we call the pediatrician, and they're like, "Yeah, you should probably bring him in." So we had to go there. Um, and you know, they looked at it and thankfully they said it's actually healing well. The, you know, it was just kind of oozing blood. It wasn't like, uh, spraying it. <laughs> so you don't, so it, was okay. it wasn't arterial. So you don't know what happened with the door. So it, this is one of those hinging doors that opens sort of like con convex, right? So like as, as it, as it gets, as the door opens, the, the hinge gets yeah. wider and then as it closes, it gets That's tighter, right. right. Exactly. Exactly. Which is, I mean, yes. a classic place for kids to get their fingers caught. That's happened oh, of course. many yeah. times, so, but usually there's like fingers a rebound, in there. you know? Well, but his yeah, that's true. I mean, the doors are are solid wood, so they kind of like. I, I feel like there's more tension there, mm. um, and you know, Grace must have either closed it or it's possible Bethany did when she was playing. Like she was playing with them, I think, and closed it at one point, and his fingers just must have been in there, you know, like from the inside, because he was like in from the, the closet, inside, right? Okay, yes, oh, they were both in the closet. And they were in the closet playing hide and seek, and that's probably yep. exactly what it was because when you're on the outside, you have that warning because yeah. you can see the window closing, right? When you're exactly. on the inside, you're just already at the sort of the, Ugh, the tight yeah. point of the just turn. The God, idea of it is sucks. fucking. I know. You it's know, awful. we've been playing hide and seek. Also, we've been playing pickles. You ever played the pickles variant? <laughs> no, what that is might the have been a Connecticut variant? thing. I don't know. I've, I've mentioned it to other people, and they're like, "What are you talking about?" Whereas anybody you, who's you listening to this from Connecticut people, knows what I'm talking about. So pickles was like the classic sleepover game, and my friend Tyler. Okay. He has basement that I still to this day I, I like I, you know I'll go by that house sometimes Tyler you know, driving Pickles. home and mm-hmm. and I'm and I'm like well, how did this work because it was like this endless labyrinth of underground passage it was like the fucking it was like the phantom <laughs> of the opera like the, the underground prisons and the dungeons and the fucking yeah, waterways yeah, of Paris yeah. you know so uh pickles that was the best place to play it and the way you do pickles is um you know everybody hides except for the one person who's like the pickle master or whatever and then I just um, love hearing you say pickles every time you say pickles. There it's are just many such pickles in this word. environment. Yeah. Um, and then that one person will be uh, going around and trying to find everybody else. And then as they find each person, that person has to join them in the search party. Oh, so then you gradually like get this that. pretty large search party looking around. And, there, and if you're still left, if you're one it's of like, like a legit search party, they're all holding hands, you know, they, <laughs> yeah, they're flashlights. Exactly. They yeah. have a little map where they're marking. Yeah, it's very, very intense. Dogs. But yeah, as get kids, the hounds. You know, <laughs> We would have these sleepovers with twelve people at it, so like you know, it's a pretty genuinely big group of people. That's and of course, every time if you're the you find last person anybody, hiding, yeah, it's a big deal, right? And anytime yeah. you find anybody, like you know, everybody screams and it's freaky because everybody's kind of right, being quiet, right. trying to sneak up and scare, you know. So, um, so pickles was always a lot of fun, and and I reintroduced it to our kids like uh, you know pretty early on in this quarantine process because it's it's like a good way, I guess, for one thing, for us all to kind of 
like work together on something hide and yes. seek related but also that way like it's pretty apparent if one of the kids is like in danger or something because <laughs> just you know we can move more quickly through it yes. so uh so yeah it's been a lot of fun i recommend uh, anybody oh, looking I for like a that. hide and seek variant i wonder why Pickles. is it called pickles where do you think that I, came from i've looked that up actually and, and i have never found a, no one ever no answer. one knows no it doesn't make any sense there was also pickleball and did you have pickleball <laughs> growing up what is it with you and pickles i don't know that's a connecticut thing i don't, I don't know what, what is pickleball, pickleball tell me Pickleball, actually, pickleball was something that we played in gym all the time, and it's something that has dedicated pickle, there's actual pickleball courts at, like, tennis clubs and things in Connecticut. It's, like, a huge sport. It's basically just, like, kind of a and weird racquetball. And the ball is pickle-shaped. Yeah, there's no, there's no pickle, yeah. there's no pickleness to it other than the name. I have no idea okay, what that's so all there about. Must have, there must have been some famous guy named Mr. Pickles. Mr. Pickles. <laughs> You have a famous <laughs> game designer. Dr. Pickles. Doc, Dr. Pickles, um, yeah. And he clearly, you know, gaming, it wasn't his first occupation, right? Like, he first, you know, got his MD, and he was a famous doctor and all that. Right. And then after, in retirement, you know, he had grandkids, and he mm-hmm. just, he coined these pickle games That'll forever be known to Connecticut, but they never spread beyond that because everybody outside of Connecticut was like, "You guys are fucking." Well, weird. he he wrote these like bylaws into the game rules that said yeah, that you weren't yeah, al- yeah, unless yeah. you were from a, a couple of different zip codes, you couldn't talk right. about it. So it actually, in some ways, it makes uh, things a little bit more exclusive. You know, it was very That's special true. if you know the pickle games. Um, yep. Yeah, yep. I don't know what the hell is up with that, but it's. It, the, but yeah, that was that was. <laughs> if anyone a listening thing. wants to tell us, that would be helpful. If anybody Maybe listening wants physicist. to say hi to us, it feels too, like a physicist question. It yeah. does. Yeah. Thank you, Doug. Yeah. Um, yeah. This week, this week was crazy for us too. just super briefly. So, you know, as, as I mentioned last time, we were preparing the, uh, the house for, uh, photos. So last time yeah. we talked, the photos were about to be taken and, um, and that was just a, an enormous stunning. process. You shared them with thank me. Thank you. Yeah. I mean, it, it was, it, they did I'm, come out better I'm than I'm very impressed. They came out better I mean, than seeing, I thought they would. Seeing a home go for sale that has kids in it, you know, that looks like what you showed me is just, uh, it's quite a feat. Well, especially Unless because you you've just been like in the house when got it was rid not of the kids in order to do it. I said, yeah, we sold them. Uh, it, you, you've yeah. been in the house when uh, it has not been prepared for photos, and so you're, I think you're able to appreciate the amount of shit we had to do last <laughs> week to get it ready. So that happened Monday, and, and the lead up to that was just like very intense. Like I was mentioning, we were staying up late, yeah. we were like working really hard, but we made it. The picture, pictures were great, and then we had this little interregnum of a few days before the showing started because we wanted to have as many mm-hmm. showings as possible, kind of fit into this one day into yesterday, Saturday. Right. So we had a couple of days to kind of go back to the normal rhythm of life. And then like towards the end of the week, I was like, oh my God, we have to do this all over again because, you know, we have to do these showings. Now, keep in mind, these showings are happening under like really strict, you know, CDC protocol. So, you know, we also had, there were, you know, sanitary gloves, there were nap, there were um, uh, uh, masks, there were booties. So nobody was wearing shoes. There was all these things. Mm -hmm. And we had our realtor scheduled it out so that all, there were 12 parties involved. There's a bonfire outside that they just throw them all in afterwards. Exactly. Well, they would, they would (laughs) self, they would self conflagrate at the end. Actually, (laughs) it was very, very, very intense. Um, you know, so everybody was scheduled. There were 10 in person and two virtual. Um, yep. And, uh, and we wanted to like get the house into a place where like a, it would be clean. So we could like kind of get, get, as many things disinfected as possible like afterwards right, but also right, so that right. it would look as close to the pictures as possible because you know these pictures come out great and you know, people decide they want to come out in the midst of a quarantine you know which is a big deal and you know just in general and then go oh, to this yeah. like stranger's house and trusting that it's like clean and then they're going to show up and it's going to look like shit like no so we, we, we had to take care <laughs> of it right so we had another couple of nights of just like staying up late trying to get this place prepped and then 
Um, showings went great. We spent the day, like I mentioned, at Plum Island, which is just this beautiful nature preserve, and just sort of like sat out there on the on the beach and listened to the birds, and it was so nice. And then came back, oh, disinfected awesome. everything. Stuff went well, but the like the the anxiety surrounding that over the last like week and a half has just oh, made I me into imagine. such like an asshole. Like I have been so. Mm-hmm short-tempered with the kids and i just like yes i've noticed even in myself you know and i haven't gone through something quite as stressful but i i've so noticed how my patience has eroded you know i just like i I feel so much short-tempered like you say yeah that's something i would love to around all the time now i'd like to get into that like next week when we have more time because i really that's something that i'm beginning to struggle more with and Mm -hmm. i really don't like that about myself like i I I really dislike that i'm getting annoyed by things that they're doing because they are in such an extreme situation and like they they do not deserve but like but the thing is that we're also trying to keep the house like photo ready and like safe for people of course so like in addition to my like just sort of short fuse that i'm trying to deal with anyway like there's just no wiggle room like anytime i hear something spill i'm like oh my god i gotta go like figure out where that was we gotta go clean shit up we gotta go put stuff away so like I i don't know i just I really cannot wait for this process to be over. It should be over next week, knock on wood. And then yes, we can just sort of yes, like breathe so. and let shit get super messy again and just have some time before <laughs> we move where we can just like chill as a family. They'll move into the house and it's just not even recognizable at that point. <laughs> the walls are burned the down. The kids have just put holes in the, all the walls, yeah. Yes, that's what they do. But like, in ad- <laughs> so like in addition to just the sort of general anxiety and just the, you know, the fact that I'm also working full time, like the, the shit with this, with the house last week was just six, it was so intense and it ate up like whatever tiny bit of me time that I would normally mm-hmm. be having. Mm-hmm. And that's something that I've been talking to Micah about the last couple of days is like, I desperately need time for myself and I'm like never getting it now because I'm not even getting to work out very much this week because of yeah. like the amount of prep stuff we've been doing. Right. Like, there's no, I'm not even, I don't have time to go for walks. Um, you gotta, she has to you study. gotta get something. So like, so mm-hmm. she's you know studying for stuff which she has to do, and like I I am not complaining about that whatsoever. But that's like another moment that I could have had to like be doing something for myself, and I can't. So like this, I think what's happening is like my internal like my like ability to, to kind of just have space to like allow my own thoughts to like fly around and enjoy themselves it's mm-hmm. just so gone right now. And then on top of that, it was Holy Week, so I was singing all the time. So like it's just yes. So anyway, so so last night, long story short, ish, um, you know, we we ish. got to Saturday <laughs> and we were like, holy shit, it's Easter tomorrow. Like, <laughs> even even though we like knew that in the abstract, even though you've been singing about you know this whole season, the whole thing, I know, but day. like for some reason, yeah, it just yeah, like yeah. I hadn't it hadn't clicked into place yet that we didn't done anything yet because usually we have right. all these huge family activities going on right we go to like yeah. multiple sets of family homes we do these big scavenger hunts with all the friends and the family members and it's just this huge like we like love this time of the year um, of course and it just like hit us this weekend in the midst of moving and doing all this other shit that like oh my god we didn't actually prepare for this so mm-hmm. i'm gonna be very quiet because i don't know where the kids are <laughs> so yesterday you know we were trying to I'll let you know out- if they start running behind you yeah please do we were trying to figure out what to do about it and um and i was like okay well after i sing the Easter vigil service, you know, I'll go out and I will, you know, go find a, like a CVS that's still open and I'll kind of like stock up on some stuff. We already have baskets yeah. for them. We already have some little things, you know. Right, right. So of course I go to, I go to the, a CVS as soon as I get out of the Easter vigil service and it's closed because of COVID. So I'm mm-hmm. like, well, okay, I'll go to one in kind of like an urban area. So I go to one that's like 15 minutes away, but is at least on the website still open. You know, I go there. It's of course it's closed early. I'm like, Ugh. holy shit, what's going to happen? So I'm like, well, there must be the Shaw's that's a mile away must be open. So yeah, I go to the yeah. Shaw's, it's closed. And now it's like 9.15 at night. And I'm like, holy shit, I'm not going to be able to get into anything to get stuff for tomorrow. Oh, so no. of course, like I'm, you know, 
just completely exhausted because in addition to all the other shit we've been doing, I just sang a two-hour vigil service. So I'm like, it's getting late. I go online. I'm like, look, desperately looking for things that are open. I find that there's a Wegmans that's 10 miles away from me that on their website specifically says we are open until 10 in Massachusetts. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And in some other states, we're not. But in our state, we're open till 10. So I was like, okay, that, that has to be you know good. Yeah. So I drive all the way to this Wegmans in the middle oh, of nowhere. No. And there's two police officers with masks on outside saying, sorry, we're closed for the night. And, and I'm, I'm like looking at them like, you know, I respect what you're doing. Like, thank you for your service. But like, it says 10 o'clock on the website. And they're like, no, you're right. It's 10 o'clock, but there's been too many people in. So we're going to close it for the day. And I'm like, oh my God. So I get back in the car and I'm thinking like, I think that this is like not going to happen and that we're going to have to just like wake up tomorrow and the the Easter bunny is like not going to be a thing. And then Micah had this Easter bunny got COVID-19. The the Easter bunny has been stricken. Quarantine. Micah had this brilliant idea that just fixed everything. She she said uh, she she typical Micah. Up with this, typical Micah. She came up with this idea to um, bake some cookies and then like leave mm. out the flour in the kitchen and put paw prints in it and put a note saying that the Easter Bunny came and made cookies and so and so you know we did that which was really great and then on the way That's home perfect. I was like because at this point I was like forty five minutes away from our house and I, it was almost ten o'clock I was like I'm so fucking tired I didn't have dinner you just yet slept in the car I'm just miserable. I had to make it back, and then I was thinking, what's like the if there's if there's anything that would be open, what would it be? And I'm like, oh my god, the highway rest stop. So I go to the fucking yeah. highway rest stop, and mm-hmm. sure enough, they have like tons of great candy and tons of random fucking bizarre toys. So that's I'm like, amazing. Game on. Good I come thought home. that you even thought of that. I don't <laughs> I think know. I would have. I don't think I would have thought of that. I mean, it was fight or flight mode by that point because like if yeah, that didn't that's happen, true. That was not you were gonna, 45 minutes away. <laughs> so oh. far away. So I had to get on the highway anyway, right? Mm-hmm. So I go in the, I go in the rest stop and they have, um, you know, like candy, which is great. Get all that taken care of. But like I wanted some, you know, knickknacks. And all yeah. they had were these like super random like trucker toys. So they got the kids got they got like a, a a pig you can squeeze that squawks. They got a glow in the dark rubber chicken. They got um, like a, a mas- like a uh, like a stress ball toy yeah, of a, yeah, of yeah, a yeah, shit yeah. of like a life like they, a realistic I bet they shit loved these and a rubber banana thing. Yeah, and they fucking they like these are like their favorite presents. They're fucking the best presents stuff. ever. Yeah, and so yeah. turns we out they're gonna be truckers. Like what yeah. happened? <laughs> They're going to be truckers. We're like, like, what's up with the Easter Bunny? He's like demented. And now it's becoming this like joke that we have that like there's something like wrong with the Easter Bunny. And so now I think going forward, like we're always going to have the Easter Bunny give the most fucking bizarre shit. And it's going to be. I love it. And so now we have this like demented Easter Bunny character. And uh, and the kids that like, is loved the amazing. cookies. We had a really good morning. I went and sang. It worked out. And uh, Easter happened. So that's that's making lemonade right there. That was a good. That was, I love that. It's making something. I'll tell you that. It's making something. Demented lemonade. <laughs> Demented lemonade. <laughs> anyway, I'm glad um, Luke's feeling better, man. Yeah, thanks. Well, it's I'm glad you were week. able to turn that around with Easter. And, uh, you know, go easy on yourself, too, because the thing is, the kids know that this is, like, a moment that we're in, and it's not normal. That's true. And, you know, we're all, we're all, we all are human and lose our temper or... <laughs> feel more anxious right now and i feel like the kids it's okay if the kids see that too you know it is I mean, I've but had, i also feel I've like i'm running out of like, to, yeah i'm like running I've out had, of excuses I, I feel like i keep being i keep like because as, as soon as i can tell that i'm acting like that i like have mm-hmm. i do my whole like apology i'm like i'm sorry guys and they're like yeah it's fine dad like we get it i know this is like a strange time and you're stressed out about <laughs> it like it's fine you can move on <laughs> But at the end of the day, like, I feel like if I don't do that, then I, w- I will not be recognizing that I'm being kind of like irrational or difficult. With yes, them, yes, you know? yes. I think so, acknowledging I it after. Yeah. And I've certainly tried to do that, too, and apologize. But like, you know, it, I, it sounds to me like you're being pretty hard on yourself. And, 
you know, as I said last time, just the idea of um, selling a house and buying a house, that alone is the perfect environment for um, feeling this kind of stress. I mean, it's extremely stressful, but then layered on top of that or behind it or whatever, this situation, I mean, it's just, that's a lot. So it is you so full of easy yourself. The, the kids are going right to be now. fine. Thank you. I appreciate that. I mean, to really, even if, they, even if they didn't get shit for Easter, they'd be fine. I know. And I then know. they'll I just, and then they'll just remember it. And they'll be like, remember that, Remember that year dad was a dick and didn't get us anything for Easter? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that sucked. <laughs> yeah, at least mom made us cookies. Right, right, yeah. Where was he anyway? Because, <laughs> of course, I wanted to come home because, like, I promised them I was going to read them a story because I should have been home in time to do that, right? So then yeah, in addition yeah. to, like, perhaps not being able to get something, I was also out late and I and they had to go to bed without that, so they were kind of upset. And I was like, man. Yeah, yeah. Like, fucking bet. But, of course, like, they will look back on this and realize, like, oh, he was stressed out for valid reasons and also because he was desperately trying to get us a house with a yard so that we wouldn't be caught in quarantine you know far from family without room to run around right because that's the thing more likely they're just gonna you know they're probably just gonna hate you and they're probably just gonna hate me you know (laughs) i mean that's the reality for some time we're all gonna be hated so we're all just gonna be hated so just go easy on yourself (laughs) amen that's i think that's a true parenting uh law right now that's the miracle of easter i think that's the miracle of Easter. I'm not going <laughs> to fucking hate you. <laughs> All right, All right well, I appreciate the time to check in. And, you know, certainly anyone listening, I hope that you are checking in with people and just, you know, just being able to talk about this with someone else is really important. I know I don't have enough of it, and this is I, something I value. So yeah, thanks for too. taking the time. And I feel uh, better. we'll check in again next week. All right, see ya. Bye, everybody. All right, thanks. Thanks.